0: And the hardest thing of all time is staying quiet for those 10 seconds. That's always when I got to clear my throat. My name is Sean Shaler. Welcome to Avatar, the last podcasters. My name is Sean Shaler. That's Chris Ford. And apologies in advance. My brain's all over the place today. But that being said, <laughs> this is like the cathartic end. to It's the perfect cathartic end to my week. Uh, it is exactly what I needed to wind down, was to do some podcast stuff. So... Thank you, Chris, for joining me on your Friday evening when you could be doing your crafts, <laughs> your your uh, glasswork. Are you still in the glasswork?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty much done with it. Uh, One thing I have left to do is the grout, and that's going to take like an hour or so. But just I don't I can't do it at night. I have to do it in like a very well ventilated place. Like I should even wear a mask and stuff. Um, but no, I'm done with the glasswork, so no more late nights for me. I'm getting a lot more sleep not taking naps at work to make up for it so excellent
0: excellent it's good uh well i'm glad that you are just okay (laughs) with joining me tonight instead of doing that uh because we are i'm gonna be gone for two weeks and well not two whole weeks but in my head it's basically like being out for two weeks so we're, we're gonna double record tonight and post both and i'm very excited but i'm also one of those people that i'm like a constant worrier to the point where vacations sometimes are almost as much work and stress as they are fun. Um mm. I just, I can't help it. I can't shake that, but that's okay. Again, this uh this podcast is what I needed to end my week. And so that being said, today we are talking about The Runaway, that's Book 3 Fire, episode 7. And while I totally get the title, I got to be honest, the first time I at the title before I watched the episode in this watch through, I could not remember what episode it was. It doesn't seem to fit. But that's fine. Before we get to the episode, though, we do have a couple of things we want to talk about. First, we had Chris was going to offer a review of the latest comic that came out in the series.
1: If you would like to do that. I will go ahead. Okay, so this past Tuesday, the final installment of Legend of Korra Ruins of the Empire came out, which is uh, this here. So... Of the story is complete, and I have to say it is probably one of my favorite stories of all the comic books, which I'm kind of starting to have an issue with some of the comics, yeah. especially the, mainly the ones that have to do with Avatar Last Airbender, because that story is pretty much done and wrapped, and we know where those characters mm-hmm. um, eventually end up at. It just kind of takes, you can't really do that much in the story. So honestly, I would rather, you know, they've already pretty much wrapped up a lot of the things, a lot of the, um, a lot, a lot of the story points. From the TV show, you know, they found Zuko's mom, stuff like that, la-dee-da-dee. I would either like them to just focus all their attention on Legend of Korra comic books, or i like them to do a time jump and go over, you know, when the gang are like adults and stuff. But, you know, all the stuff in the middle, I'm not as interested. Anyway, back to the stuff that I am interested in is the continuation of Korra's story. And this is a really good comic book, and I think it's a lot better than the previous one because this actually involves a main character that we saw in the previous series, and that is um, uh, uh, Kuvira. And Kuvira gets a little bit of a redemption arc here. You know, at the end of at the end of Legend of Korra, she she pretty much bows down to the Avatar. She says like her power cannot come close to it. Um, a really great moment of core just reaching out to Kuvira even after everything she's done and uh and Kuvira has a chance at redemption here and I think it's a it's a really good read I don't want to spoil too much any of that but I highly recommend it I think it's one of the one of the better comics that comes after the series I do think it's better than Turf Wars which was a Legend of Korra comic before this now Turf Wars had a lot of great stuff in it as well but this one is really good. Also, random note: it's not like a spoiler or anything, but they're they're a little bit more mature in this comic book. Like, there's a scene in here, and I'm pretty sure Core is just trying to get laid, and <laughs> it's kind of hilarious, but she gets interrupted. <laughs> and then you're deep. like, oh yeah, they're like 21 or 22. What? I never. I don't know
0: if I ever considered <laughs> until talking to you not necessarily this episode we talked about it before but like the limitations that you face just by like we already know where characters end up in the end and it's very restrictive to what you can write honestly not something i ever would have thought about <laughs> until you like pointed it out directly and then it became like a john mulaney thing like yeah it is it's <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we are coming up on the time, though. I know that my local library has a few of them because we are coming up on time where I'm going to have to start reading these guys in between seasons. I'm not going to, like, put the show mm-hmm. on hold, but that's just when I'm going to start reading them is when we are officially mm-hmm. done with Avatar The Last Airbender. You then i will start access- reading them,
1: provide updates. <clears throat> yeah. Do you have access to Hoopla? Because Hoopla has a lot of them on yeah. there. huh.
0: I do have Hoopla and that's, oh, yeah, that's still right. linked yeah. yeah uh you and adam setter do you remember adam setter i wonder how he's how he's doing. yes
1: uh really remember he has my old avatar dvds
0: oh that's right because his kids loved it he has
1: the smartest
0: yeah. i don't know why we're talking about this random person none of you are ever gonna meet but he has the smartest twin children i've ever met in my life but he's also <laughs> very smart so i guess it kind of makes sense so uh yeah yeah um, you and Adam should be Hoopla. I think that's still tied directly to whatever library we are registered yes. to. Uh, but I'm honestly still probably registered at Topeka as well, so I'm sure I'll be able to find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's coming up on time to
1: start thinking yes, about there are, the yeah. comics.
0: And and then, there are plenty of
1: Avatar comics on Hoopla. If someone doesn't know what Hoopla is, it's like go there, they have plenty of comics, plenty of TV shows, and it's all free. Just check if your local library can like connect to it i can't explain it that much (laughs) better but it's all through your local library um because local libraries are cool i go to my local library like it's not like at least twice a month
0: Uh, it's not like overdrive where you're literally kind of limited to exactly what your library has it's more like a larger network of libraries and you're just registering through your library i don't know how to explain it very well but there is a lot of good stuff yes. on there. I use it probably most frequently for podcasts these days. I don't like to read on my phone a lot, and I forget that you can use Hoopla on other things, but <clears throat> yeah, like audiobooks and stuff. But yeah, recommend Hoopla. And then the other thing we wanted to well, I'm glad you like glad you liked it. It was your favorite so far. That's pretty high praise, and I just kind of glossed over that. <laughs> That's yeah. of, all well, uh, the, well, of all the comics to be in contention. all the
1: comics, search the search is my favorite, and this one may be my. Second favorite, smoking Shadow, also really good. Um, but see, and these are the, and the thing is, these three are both like continuations, mm-hmm. or they, you know, they drive the characters. And the search is all about finding Azuka's mom. And smoking Shadow, it's really more Azula's descent into madness, a little bit of that. Um, and then, of course, in uh, Legend of Court Ruins of Empire, it's continuing. Uh, Kuvira's story and also Korra's story and pretty much all of those gang and they you know we don't know where their story ends at so
0: at least a little more opportunity for intrigue there I hope and then the other thing yeah. that we wanted to talk about this week is that last week we did our top 10 moments in Avatar The Last Airbender as our 15th anniversary special and it was a really good podcast and Got good views relative to the other podcast videos, not relative to your other videos, but relative to the other podcast videos, good downloads <laughs> on podcast.com. Downloads are pretty God, important. If
1: we ever got if we ever had like twenty thousand people watch one of our podcasts, I would think we made it. <laughs> I I would assume Holy crap. I, think, I mean not not that all my videos get there. I probably only have like three videos that high, but still. I think
0: i would uh i would be very surprised that anyone could sit and listen to all of us on like twenty thousand people to listen that long i'm assuming <laughs> yeah. the people that watch the podcast on youtube are still i hope they're just listening only yeah.
1: like i do that at work all I time. i'm just
0: listening to yeah. youtube on my phone or whatever but i
1: hope they're yeah. doing there's it. a pretty there's a pretty good i saw a pretty good twitter status of of like it's a to encourage small creators it's like oh is your video only got like Ten to fifteen views. Don't worry about it. That's a classroom. Oh, Oh, three hundred. That's a whole. That's a whole. I don't know. Auditorium of people. A thousand. Wow. You just talked to you know a thousand people. Twenty thousand. You're a stadium full of people that you just gave this video to. Like, don't. And I mean, it's right. Like every single accomplishment, I'm out of your level. And like you're reaching
0: people. And this one was really gratifying to see it get views and. And just like a nice rate of views and a nice rate of thumbs up um, I think we did a good job I was really happy with it and it sounds yeah. like we got a number of like nice insightful positive comments and you were going to take a minute to read through a few of those
1: yeah alright so uh, we did reach out and just to ask people what some of their favorite comments were or I'm sorry some of their favorite moments were um, I cannot pronounce this person's name it looks very foreign it's like C-B-E-T and then some uh, characters that I do not know what they are um <laughs> but I'm going to like weirdly try to pronounce it You did it. You did it. Hey, but watch your language there at the end, okay? Sorry. Um, <laughs> just joking, just joking. Sorry. sorry this person. I don't I don't mean to mispronounce your name, but I don't I don't know this language.
0: Please do not let anyway. our poor pronunciation of names, which we clearly do through all of Avatar, not just through strangers on the <laughs> internet. We pronounce that's lots of true. names wrong, so that's like a good See, we do it to everybody.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So he says number seven is the Aang and Zuko background. Number six, mm-hmm. Ursa's uh, origin story. Number five, Zuko confronts Ozai. That was one of our top moments as well. Um, his number four, Zuko and Aang hug in the end. You know, we really didn't talk about the ending there. That was a really good moment where they kind of, Come all the way full circle.
0: The end. I think the issue is the end. You could pull, you know, a top twenty out of those last few episodes. Like we, we really got to pick and yeah. choose
1: at the end there. But
0: yeah, either way, it's it's still uh, a great point, of course.
1: Number three, Katara forgives Zuko. Number two, Zuko apologizes to Iroh. That was our number one. Uh, number one, Zuko and Azula final battle. So I have no complaints on. Yeah, well, I don't have any complaints on any one things. Yeah. Uh, another person, Unicorn, who's commented before. So shout out to. Her other guy commented before as well. Uh, She said one of her favorite moments was the beach when Zuko goes to his family's house. And even (laughs) though his father hates him and abused him, he's still happy memories of this place. Um, And then Azula comes to him and she says, I thought I'd find you here. Which we mentioned in the previous um, episode about the beach, how much I love that moment. Sean didn't love, or maybe he didn't appreciate the moment as much, but I absolutely love that moment. But I really agree with you. I'm
0: so flattered yeah. that people would actually take the time out of their days to leave a comment on our YouTube podcast. I'll go watch it again and pretend and try harder to appreciate <laughs> it, just as a way of saying
1: thank you. Uh, it would probably make—I'm not sure—make my top ten. So that, therefore, definitely wouldn't make our top. It'll, it'll make my honorable mention, definitely. Um, and then another person says, "I think my favorite moments when Zuko confronts Ozai." So I'm glad you guys included it. Cool, cool. That was uh, Arcadian Luminous, and Rodrigo Santos says, kind of surprised that Katara facing down Yan Ra wasn't mentioned. So if, you know when she faces her uh, her mother's killer, that is a really really great moment. And then he yes, also would have added the battle during Day of Black Sun. I think when it comes to Day of Black Sun, to me uh, Zuko confronting his father kind of dwarfed a lot of the actual physical battles there. But it th- 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 was really good. There was a really good tough and Aang, and Sokka with Azula, eluding them. This almost makes me excited for a top, like an official
0: top ten episodes of all three seasons, because I think it's going to yeah. do a better job of like yes. yeah. grasping our feelings into a single episode. Obviously, because we're talking about full TV show episodes, but it's making me look forward to that even more.
1: Yep. Uh, another uh, Diverse Joe uh, taught about yeah. Avatar and the Fire Lord. Um, and how they were best friends and they really kind of hit them. And then this one that I'm kind of sad that I forgot is from Caitlin Thurston. Uh, first of all, she said that the fourth spot of Toph and Saga hanging on surprised her. Kind of surprised me too, but that's always been one of my favorite moments. Anyway, she I, says... I, I
0: skewed that one because I loved that. That was the one that I tried to drag up a little right. higher. Uh,
1: she says, uh, for the best moments in Atlas, it's hard to choose just ten. It really is hard, but anyway... Um, she says she would add May and Tylee's betrayal at the Boiling Rock and Azula going out um, going out her way to find Zuko at the Summer House. So she also loves that moment. But I I kind of would have added that betrayal. It would have at least made my honorable mentions because that was probably one of the most jaw-dropping moments of the series when May and Tylee betray Azula. Uh, that, was, that was really good. I will agree that at least not an honorable, I don't know if it's my top 10, but I agree
0: that it's a bad oversight for, if you consider that we yeah. had 10 honorable mentions. So to miss out on a top 20, essentially, I, that was a bad oversight. I'll, yeah. Good, good yeah. call. Out. Oh,
1: yeah. That's, that was a good call. Out. Um, yeah, and that's uh, all. Of them. So thank you all for watching and commenting your your top picks. Um, I actually really enjoyed, I actually listened back, I listen back on a lot of our podcasts, but I listened back on this one, and I actually enjoyed listening to it. If I can pat ourselves on the back enough, but I'm glad you all seemed to get something out of it.
0: I rarely listen to the full thing, so I usually start it, make sure the audio sounds okay and whatnot. Or it's at work, I'm doing other things. But yeah, this one I made it almost the whole way and through, and very intentionally. Uh, and then I don't know, meeting at work or something, I didn't start it back up. But I thoroughly enjoyed doing the episode, and I think that. After we are done with all of the Avatar: The Last Airbender series, there's going to be a ton of videos that I feel like we could do in that time. It's almost going to be hard to pick and choose like which top and bottom tens yeah. we give videos to. When do we start Korra? How much time do we give to like extra stuff in between? I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting development in the podcast. Maybe just interesting to you and me. Maybe not interesting to other people. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's fine.
1: Right. So yeah, we have an episode coming up at some point about smash bros that i kind of think only mean you're going to be interested in but i'm I'm excited to do that oh
0: okay i don't know i think the idea i don't know what we're going to do with it but i think the idea will actually have a lot of appeal because i have a feeling that a lot of people that like avatar also like smash bros i bet there's a large cross-section of people so (laughs) it'll be like one that like thousand people watch or something insane. That's really surprising, but then we'll check the stats. It'll be like, they only watch like the first five seconds to see whatever we're doing with it. And then they'll click on, on the next, they'll, they'll click it for the title. No, I'm really excited for that stuff. Uh, but another, other stuff for another time for the time being, I think we're going to go ahead and get into the episode where we are double recording this evening. So we're going to keep things. I don't want to say concise. We're going to keep things on point. <laughs> ish on point ish that's a really Ah, good picture i love that picture so we bring you looks like it looks like it went into his skull it does it looks like it like (laughs) impacted it enough to look at the. i mean there is there's a little bump on his head where it looks like it has been impacted what great what great animation there for combustion man sorry about that dude you're still one of my favorite villains even if you're very not forgettable what's the word very he has like no impact or no very few consequences yeah he's very inconsequential yeah. and
1: he, he's still one of my favorites so yeah, yeah. the runaway all right so we'll start off with team avatar they're in the fire nation they're broke very broke and toff decides in order to make more money they can go scam a people a bunch of people um but before that toff and ang and katara are training they get into a little spar i do mm-hmm. This this episode's pretty funny, I think. Uh, when when Angus trained with them, he's like, alright, I'm ready. And then like they're all fighting and stuff, but they're like, Toph accidentally bends and, and hits Katara, then Katara hits Katara, Katara hits Toph and then they start fighting in the mud, which is a really like just a really minor cool fight. And then and Angus like still has on his blindfold. And then and the soccer behind him says, sneak attack! And, and Aang just earth bends like this wall. And I'm assuming that, top, that Sokka like hits it right as it goes up. He says, Sokka, you can't scream sneak attack when you want to sneak attack on somebody. It's a fair point. Uh, yeah, love that moment.
0: He's giving uh, fair it. chase. I don't think you got to give fair chase the avatar, though. I think you can pretty much do
1: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, afterwards, the uh, the team minus Katara goes into town. And Toph starts to uh, to just kind of swindle a bunch of people out of their money. I understand the first guy. That's completely legitimate. Like you gotta gotta get him. The guy with the moving rocks. Yeah, that guy was a thing. swindler. So
0: I have no, uh, I got no issues.
1: That's fine. I just watched a random YouTube video, pretty much of that same thing. This guy in like New Orleans. <laughs> he, he would do that to people like all right, you got a pick one. And He'd just be like so quick with it um, It's just and he would yeah, he would just pretty much swindle people out of their money And the thing I love about that is that the guy the guy setup is good, right? Like he makes it to where she will win no matter what you know, it's the, it's the game. It's a show game and he puts the rocks into both of them that way, it builds some confidence that she won one. You get that first one out, <laughs> and
0: then you go, yeah. you double, you so, double yeah. it up the
1: next time. I dig that. Yeah, because he, he was he was thinking ahead. He saw the sword. He was like, all right, I'll get her to think that she can easily win. And then I'll get her to bet her friend's sword. And that's what he did. And then can she you, uh, bended the pebble back in.
0: Can you remind me? This is in the Fire Nation, too. And that's kind of their validation yes. later on in the episode of, like, I mean. I'd probably think the same thing like whatever it's just some fire nation schmucks. It's fine. one,
1: one uh, Keep talking about it, Sean. Sure.
0: And so uh, essentially they the, the first guy oh. and that's what kind of spawns the whole thing is Toph uh, yeah, swindles the swindler. Chris has a visitor. <laughs> and then it, it sort of builds from there to they start the, they start becoming the swindlers, they start becoming the hustlers and making more and more money. And eventually it builds up into a big rift in between Toph and Katara. I don't know if Katara is as worried about the dishonest part of it as she is that they'll get caught, but she kinda of, I mean she hits both, but I always it always strikes me as more of a precautionary thing rather than an honesty thing. But
1: Yeah, Katara's not wanna talk. She swindled those pirates out of that <laughs> out of that pirate. Uh, out of the water scroll. And that's what makes I me think it's less almost. to do
0: with honesty in terms of like picking your, yeah. your targets It's just a just a safety measure that she's worried and they're I mean they're also in the Fire Nation. They're in the heart well, I don't know if they're in the heart of the Fire Nation, but they are in the Fire Nation. They're living there. Yeah. Already a pretty high risk situation and tops out they're literally gambling it. So I have a hard time yeah. not not siding with Katara a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, I, yeah, I completely saw Katara in this in this case. Also, Toph um, is famous because her family is rich. That's probably worth throwing out.
0: Not famous, but she she's got a rich family.
1: Yeah, mm. um, but you know, so the, so Katara and Toph gets into an argument. This is a real heavy Katara Toph episode, um, even though it's called the Runaway. You know, they have the argument, and they say some some you know real genuine. One say hateful things, but mean spirited. There's mean spirit behind it. Um, you know, Katara says, "You know, you only acted out because your parents, you know, were so controlling." And Toph says, "You know, you're not our parents." Um, and all of that is, is really interesting. It really gets down to how different those two are. And I think one thing I think is great that these that there's no mold for female characters in this show. These two people are completely different from each other, but they're both Really great characters, Um, and uh, and you know Katara gets on her about stopping all these things, and and they get into a big huge fight about it, and then they do it again. Sokka goes in, he finds the the wanted poster of the Runaway, and I love how he goes to goes to Toph. He's like Toph, I got I gotta I got you gotta see something, essentially. (laughs) Or I gotta show you something. He like like, unleashes the paper. She's like, I think it's a piece of paper, but I'm assuming you were talking about what's on the piece of paper that's <laughs> such good blind humor in this this episode.
0: Props to Toph for taking advantage of it every time.
1: Uh, I'm gonna point this out. Yes, yes. Um and she's <laughs> in the in the picture of the runaway looks just like her. <laughs> Uh, it, kind of, it makes me sad that she can't see it, but she's still happy that Sokka says it looks like her.
0: <laughs> it's it's a compliment either way. Like, they did a nice yeah, job yeah. of capturing your, capturing your good side.
1: Yeah. yeah. So then we get into some really great moments. Really, I think the heart of the episode. Um, after a while, after Toph and, you know, did all these um, tricks and, and stuff, you know, Sokka takes it to the side and have a serious conversation with her after there's like a big blow up between Katara and Toph. And and Toph says, like, in the heart of it, Sokka says, you know, yeah, I know Katara can be, you know, bossy and stuff. That's actually depend on it. Like, when my mother died, Katara stepped up. She, you know, she took care of the family. And like you think about how old Katara was at that point in time, so all this Really informs character Katara so much. He's such an amazing character. But the sad part, the, the saddest part, which I kind of wish we would have added to at least honorable mentions in our list, is that what Saga says about Katara is just so freaking heartfelt. He says, You know, when I try to imagine my mom, like, I can't. The only face I see is Katara's. Like, one thing, the writing there is impeccable. <laughs> like, that is some amazing writing about. About, you know, one thing about the character of Sokka and also just how much Tara means to him. And it's, it's just the thing about memories is that the farther you get from people, it is kind of harder to imagine them. Like, I I go a long time not seeing my parents. Sometimes you, you think to yourself, like, wow, I haven't seen them in a long time. Like, you start trying, start visualizing, you know, how they look and everything and things happen in the past. And memory is a funny thing, right? You can, you can easily, weirdly, subconsciously, you know, change your memories, and and it's so sad that for Saka, you know, when he tries to remember how his mom looks, all he sees is is Katara.
0: And usually, it skews younger too, right? You think of a, a loved one that has passed away, especially if it's like a grandparent or something like that. Uh, usually, you probably remember them in a maybe better state than the way they ended or the way they went out, or like usually you're getting you're remembering a picture more than anything, so uh, somebody dressed up nice, looking, looking nice. At least, I, that, I'm speaking for everybody, but I shouldn't be. That's for me, when I think of that, so I usually picturing the, the good parts of somebody, uh, usually associated with a specific photo. And so, yeah, so- uh, Sokka's, like, his skews, real young. It goes to his sister instead of his mom, but also doesn't have many photos. Happen when they're very young. It's a sad moment. This You know at This episode... Is a uh, is a roller coaster of emotions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and I kind of felt to mention, but Katara is like listening in as this is going on, um, and so she kind of and, oh, and Tolf also says like, oh, you know, like sure, Katara can be that way, but you know, she cares about me more than my real parents do, like the real me. Like such such great moments for these characters to grow, and then you know, Katara overhears that and she's like, oh, you know what, I I'm gonna not be so hard on her, and we're gonna. We're gonna do our own scam. (laughs) It's a a win-win.
0: She's like, we're gonna do a big one. Gonna cash out, get away. Everybody wins. We stop the scamming. We get the money. Like, it's a brilliant
1: idea, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So the runaway has a bounty out for Katara. Is gonna turn it in. They're gonna get the money, and none of that happens. They lock them both up. And combustion man walks out. (laughs) Walks to the room. And, yeah, it's a trap for Aang, which, first of all, let me say, if you haven't seen my casting list for the Netflix series, check that out. Uh, one of my choices is Dave Bautista as Combustion Man. I absolutely want that to happen. That's one of my top five choices. If any of my choices happen, that's one because he just looks like him. Like, it is uncanny how much he looks like the Combustion but it's gonna Man. it's going to be really hard not to think of Drax if that's the case, you know? It's going to be... Be tough eh, to I see. think it's fine. Like he has all that makeup on and stuff. I don't think of Drax necessarily when I think of. I'm not. He's oh, such I a guess different
0: guess when I see so regular weird. Dave Batista. I still just think of Drax. Probably because <laughs> Drax is one of my favorite characters because I like comedy. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be my first yeah. mental. You know what? Drax could be Sparky, Sparky Boom Man. No, that's
1: fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it's a trap for Aang and Man ends up finding them. And uh, he ends up finding Aang and, and Sokka and they end up fighting. Uh, and while Katara's trying to get out, oh, there's one moment I want to talk about. That I'm glad I remembered. Katara and Toph have a really great moment alone together and and they kind of make up for everything. Katara Toph cries in this moment. And I really, really would have loved if the way that Katara thinks about water changes in this moment like imagine imagine Toph crying and then you know, Katara consoling her and Katara sees her tears drop and Katara like wipes them away and then she realizes oh this is water like and she uses that water and gets the idea to from there to slice open the door i think it would just be a good little conduit mm-hmm. into to uh, into that mm-hmm. and then she'll start you know working out and sweating and stuff
0: it makes me think of uh, the episode of Futurama where Fry drinks the uh, the Emperor of whatever. I forget the name of the planet. And there these <laughs> Actually, creatures made that. of water. And then they have to like make him cry to get him back out again. So they keep saying mean, hurtful things. And then finally they just start hitting him or something. <laughs> I forget how it goes. <laughs> That's, That's what Katara hilarious. needed to do. Is just hit the blind girl, make her cry.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, so they break out. And together, Team Avatar defeats Combustion Man, Toph kind of gets the last hit, in. she uh, Earthbends this rock, and he blows it up with his mind, but then at the same time, there's just this little pebble that she gets to hit Combustion Man right in the head, and he can't focus anything, and so when he tries to the, to Combustion bend at them, he just ends up blowing stuff up in front of them. Uh, and then one thing, that's a great foreshadowing into his demise later on. It's too bad he could have made such a great partner
0: for uh, what's her name in in yeah. Bossing Say <laughs> uh, uh, June yeah June yeah thank oh, you yeah
1: we also didn't mention that before all that yeah yeah we also did mention before all that which was really hilarious uh, Aang and Sokka are trying to get Katara and Toph to come together and to make up <laughs> and so No. to Katara from Toph. And then Katara says, Sokka, I know this is you. Toph can't read or write. <laughs> Poor Sokka. One
0: thing. He tries so hard. Yeah.
1: And then they're like, well, and then Ang is like, well, hey, maybe we can send one to Katara. I mean, to, to Toph. And then Sokka's like, I think we're going to have the same issue. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this. <laughs> But one thing I think it's a testament to just how capable Toph is that they legitimately forget that she is blind. It's it's like so
0: they use her as a crux for comedy. Like she's not the source of the comedy, but kind of uh, what am I trying to say here? It's not like she's the butt of jokes. Like Sokka being stupid is usually the butt of the jokes. But can you imagine like when they're hey we're gonna have a blind earthbender uh, because we think that fits really well with a certain moral we want to hit with Aang. And also, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's going to lead to so many hilarious soccer moments when he's clueless. It's going to be great.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, so have... then, uh, yeah, because he gets that messenger hawk. And then afterwards, soccer. Katara, oh, Toph goes to Katara and says, you know, after the makeup and everything, he's like, can you do something for me? And Katara writes a note to Toph's parents, pretty much, Um. Asking them for, Actually, I don't know why she writes to them. I don't think yeah, we see gonna, it, do we? I'm not gonna say anything. Well, I, like, yeah, so Toph reunites with her parents in the comic books, but I'm not exactly. And that relationship is a, it's not a good one when they first meet because, um, like, her dad won't even recognize her as his child. That really like saddens Toph a lot. Oh. Um, but then they they get over it and they. And they um, and they they work through that, and then in Legend of Korra, of course, they're better because Toph sends Suyin to live with her grandparents after Suyin pretty much go, almost after Lin Beifong arrests Yin for stealing. That's right. But, uh, Man, it's yeah, been it's so long since I've seen I got to get
0: back. We got to get back in there so I can watch that through again. Nah, that's gonna be half the fun though. is feeling like feeling like it's kind yeah. of a fresh perspective
1: but um my perspective would not be fresh I just got done watching *Measure of Korra because my <laughs> daughter loves watching it which I love that you know <laughs> I think my, both uh... my kids love watching a lot of stuff my son to my master to my detriment or or to my dismay but he loves watching Into the Spider-Verse like we watch it like once a day oh man <laughs> and and I'm just, and as a bad and one thing I love into the Spider Verse, but I'm just like that's that's ah, a lot of, but all kids I, I go through to, that
0: phase though, right? Where you get whatever yeah, that movie is, through, usually it's a kid with a yeah. Disney movie. Um, gosh, what was mine?
1: Mine was Lion King.
0: Mine was probably Space Jam. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. i bet it a Space Jam, and to this day, Bill Murray is like one of my like I want to meet Bill Murray in real life so bad. I mean, Michael Jordan obviously, but no, Bill Bill Murray. <laughs> Michael Jordan, I kinda, uh, my- you kind of know what you're going to get with Michael Jordan. Like, oh, he's really competitive and good at basketball. Bill Murray is
1: like, what's going to happen yeah. when I meet Bill Murray? That's true. Huh? Yeah. The uh, the other movie amongst was uh, Scooby-Doo meets Batman. That was oh, a- that's a favorite. great one.
0: <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo meets Batman and then Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island, with their huge Zombie Island face. I know it didn't have the same appeal as Batman, but it's got a killer soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um huh? Yeah, so all kids, all kids go through that phase, and he'll he'll get out of Spider Verse, and he'll still love it, but you might be really sick of it by that time. So <laughs> everyone will be grateful. <laughs> uh, I think that's basically the end of the episode. They send off the messenger hawk with the uh, qu- pun intended unseen message, pun very much intended. And I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, is there any sort of cutaway to back to Sparky, mm. Sparky huh? Boom Man, or anything, or is he just out cold? And- after his nope, no Zuko, face explosion, nothing
1: there. Yeah, just out cold.
0: Yeah, and as much as I hate to give Zuko credit, the lack of a like a B plot in this kind of hurts it. It makes the episode feel hmm. less. Ah, will
1: get. I'll get to it in the ratings. I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. Uh, so my ratings: audio, visual, a seven. Nothing. That overall, really, I think, impressive happened. You know, good stuff, as usual. So just a seven. Story it's a seven and a half. I think just the stuff with uh, Toph and Katara and how their relationship grows. But specifically, what Sokka says about uh, Katara and how her face is when he imagines when he sees his mother. Other than that, the episode is, is uh, relatively inconsequential, if we're going to overuse that word again. but you can, you can <laughs> Word really of the get day, inconsequential. <laughs> uh, it's like my word but anyway memorable and eight <laughs> because i think the comedy in here is really good um and of course like i said before that moment is really memorable um so yeah so it's, like it's an eight it brings way average score to a 7.4 out of 10 yeah kind of a middle girl episode for me uh fairly fairly similar ratings
0: on these i was a little harsher on the audio visual because other than sparky sparky boob man blowing stuff up I cannot think of anything, like, moderately interesting to, to look at or watch. I guess the swindling, kind of, but nah, whatever. Story, pretty similar as well. Uh, you get really roller coaster of emotions. Absolutely is. And I I will say, or what I had started to say was not having Zuko and Iroh. Something about it makes this feel like a much longer episode or a much longer story. And I think it's just because it's yeah. not jumping back and forth. Uh, I don't know if that's really a detriment or good or bad. It's an average story. And then memorable, uh, I kind of cu- cued at it at the beginning when I was like, I, when I saw this title, like I couldn't even think of what episode it was talking about before the episode actually started. I mean, it makes sense, but it just—it's one of those things that doesn't stick out in my brain. You take out that one moment, and all you're left with is like a little little B plot of a different episode, basically. So, seven point one, little little on the lower end, but not bad or anything. Seven point three. Hmm. I I think that's I don't think there's going to be a huge fan base that like adores this episode outside of that one very emotional moment. There's this there's the standoff between the two. That's (laughs) Sokka raising his hand to ask a question.
1: (laughs) And I do think I O visual wise I do think this is probably one of Justy Flowers best performances as Toph. Toph doesn't get a chance to really be to really open up. I think as much. Um, I think Justy Flower the voice actress. Of Toph Which that's just her station name She actually has another name Which I forget what it is But uh, I think she does a good job So maybe I would have raised that up a little bit more Because I think Toph kind of does a little bit more here But that's my score
0: That's fair Yeah and it's nice to have a Toph episode So yeah again not bad Just there's not a whole lot going on here Outside of one or two I really like seeing Sparky Sparky Boom Man Obviously there's a little touchy feely moment I mean that's it though Like we just hit the two high points of the episode that's alright. That's gonna happen sometimes. So that was the runaway. We are though. We're kind of getting to the. How do I word this politely? We're getting toward the end of these kind of filler-ish episodes, so to speak. Like the they're not padding, but just the ones that kind of feel like they can fit anywhere. Uh, we're kind of getting to the end of these before we hit the climax of the entire series. So uh, can't really feel the build up yet, but it's coming. So in the meantime, uh. I don't know where I was going with that. That's all I got to say on The Runaway. Chris, final thoughts?
1: Uh, no final thoughts. If you have any uh, questions or comments, uh, please let us know. We'll, uh, if you have questions, we'll
0: address them here. If you if you haven't watched our top ten video yet, if you can't tell, we are pretty proud of that. Go go go! peek at that video. We're, we're pretty happy with how that one turned out. In the meantime, my name's Sean. Uh, that's Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek on YouTube and Twitter. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and a Facebook page is The Last Podcaster. So go check that out and we will see you shortly. See you next time.